Today's show is brought to you by... Hey, Billy Bonham here, owner of Pizza Classics, located in downtown Kyle. We've been serving our community since the 90s and proudly support local Hayes Athletics. At Pizza Classics, we do things the old school hard way because I think it makes a better product for our customers. Dough is made fresh daily and veggies are always hand cut. We shed our 100% whole milk mozzarella in-house as well as make our own sauce from scratch. Lastly, we bake on stone. Doing it the right way takes some extra time, but we let our product do the talking. Thanks for your business. I truly appreciate it. Entertaining shows with content that spreads information and sparks discourse throughout the community. This is the Pearl Media Network. Welcome to the Kyle Life Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to showcasing what makes Kyle, Texas unique. We interview local business owners, politicians, and talk with everyday residents to further promote our beautiful city. This podcast is brought to you by KyleLife.com and is proudly part of the Pearl Media Network. We thank you for tuning in today. Now sit back and enjoy the show. We have our District 6 candidates. Uh, Dex Ellison cannot make it, and I'll read a statement from him in a moment. Tammy Swatton and Daphne Tenorio. Registering to vote is only the first step. Educating yourselves on the candidates is the second step. Actually, voting is the most important step. Thank you to all that have sent in questions for this evening via mail, drop-off, or email. I know we have received some great questions that are fair to each of the candidates. In our last forum, the three most popular categories were taxes, bonds, utilities, water, wastewater, mobility, and transportation. I'm sure all listeners would appreciate the candidates touching on each of these categories during the opening or closing if a question is not asked pertaining to such. Each candidate will have a three-minute opening statement. Let me go ahead and just read the rules that I sent the candidates. Only candidates who appear on the ballot or are a declared write-in candidate and have opposition in the upcoming election will be invited to speak and participate in the question and answer sessions of the debate candidate for the same office will be presented together. At the beginning of each debate, each candidate will have an opportunity to speak for three minutes. They will speak in alphabetical order. This time should be used for introduction and to address the issues. Timekeepers will hold up cards showing the countdown of time. A card indicating 30 seconds remaining will be a signal for the candidate to conclude his or her remarks. When time has elapsed, a timekeeper will hold up the stop card indicating the time has ended. The candidate should conclude his or her sentence and stop at that time. There will be no substitute speakers. If a candidate is unable to attend the debate, he or she may submit a statement to be read by the moderator. The same three-minute time limit will apply to the written statement. The moderator will stop reading when the time has ended. The moderator will direct a question to the candidates in rotating order. Each candidate will have two minutes to question, I'm sorry, to answer each question. The candidate to whom the question was first directed will then be given a 30-second time period for rebuttal. And I don't think we're going to have time for audience questions. I'm not sure. Um, But I'll get to that part if we do. So we're going to start off with the District 6 candidates first. And I'm going to go ahead and read Mr. Ellison's statement. Good evening. First of all, I'd like to thank each and every one of you for coming out to the candidate forum tonight and being concerned citizens for what is going on in your community. 
I would also like to thank Judge Beth Smith for orchestrating this event and representatives from Kyle Life for donating their time and equipment as well. A thank you also goes out to any other staffers that maintain the facilities to make this event possible. Finally, a thank you to the other candidates for making yourselves available to the constituency of Kyle. I would love to be in attendance tonight with everyone as well to answer your questions and express my thoughts on issues concerning our great city, but I had a previously scheduled event that I made a commitment to be at back in January. However, I would encourage any and all to visit my Facebook page to learn more about me at facebook.com slash citizens for Dex Ellison. Who wants me to repeat that? Facebook.com slash citizens for Dex Ellison. Also, if you would like me to answer any questions or you would like to request to meet with me in person, you can contact me via email at dexellison at gmail.com and repeat dexellison at gmail.com. Thank you all again, and I look forward to hearing from you and meeting each of you. Dex Ellison, candidate for District 6, Kyle City Council. Okay, um, you have the bags in front of you. I'm going to ask you to just draw questions for me, please, if you don't mind, with your one arm that's good. <laughs> okay. Uh, just one now is fine. And tell me uh, what category it's from, and I'm going to start over there. Okay, this first question goes to Ms. Swatton. It's on taxes, utilities, and bonds. This one is on taxes. So sorry. We were just going to have questions without introductions. Ms. Watt, could you go ahead with your three-minute statement? Sure. Thank you for everyone for coming. And my name is Tammy Swatton, and I'm your District 6 representative. And the last year that I've been on council, because I took over for Ray Bryant, we have done a lot of stuff on council. Uh, we have dealt with the road issues, brought those forward. Uh, we have dealt with other infrastructure, such as water and uh, sewer, and we're extending those and bringing those out to places for new communities and new development. We, um, we have given money in the last budget to parks to, um, to bring the parks up to a better standard just for families to be able to use. And um, it's just a really exciting time to be on council right now. Uh, we have, like I said, we've done so much, and there's still so much to do. And through this, I hope you learn more of the way I want to, that I've been doing it and the way that I want to move forward. And that's it. Thank you. Thank you. Ms. Tenorio. Hello. Can you all hear me? My name is Daphne Tenorio. I am a 15-year resident here in Kyle. I have been married to my husband for 19 years, Willie Tenorio. He is a lifetime long-term resident here in Kyle. We have two children. I have a senior at Lehman High School. I have a seventh grader at Chapa Middle School. So why is that important? That's important because City of Kyle to me is a great place to raise a family. And I want to keep that, keep this city a great place to raise families. In order to do so, I'd like to address our road concerns because they're not very good. I'd like to make sure that our infrastructure is secured, and I'd also like to work on uh, securing the infrastructure with the water and wastewater issues. Uh, my biggest concern, because 
I live on a budget is taxes. Our taxes continue to rise, and I want to make sure that we are utilizing those funds uh, in a responsible manner to assure that our families can still survive to live, can still live within the city of Kyle within their budgets. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, the first question now will be on taxes, and you have two minutes, Ms. Swat, and we'll start with you. Large businesses who are coming to Kyle have received incentives and tax breaks. What do you have for small local businesses to open in Kyle and or support for small local businesses? We have been working with all businesses, um, small and large. Uh, with the small businesses, we do have grants that we give for businesses where they can like change their facades outside to bring customers in. Uh, one of the things with large businesses, um, it also promotes small businesses. There's growth around it. Uh, so we work with both um, by just bringing in uh, infrastructure to allow these businesses, both small and large, to be able to connect to them and use them uh, to utilize the land that there is out there, which we have great land here for both small and large businesses. Um, I think just... just we, give to, we, we do everything we can to bring all business here. Thank you, Mr. Norio. You have two minutes. Small businesses. Well, let me tell you, I come from a small business family, and I married into a family of small business owners. Small businesses are very important to me. Um, large business incentives are a necessity. That's something that we've been needing to do. However, we are now in a great location. There's really not a lot of land left, so I think it's time we need to scale back on those incentives to large businesses. Uh, one of the things I'd like to do with small businesses is gather them together. We need a symposium. We need to work together to get some ideas that the city can use to, um, to better foster them. Small businesses give our small city a uniqueness. And we need that uniqueness to help drive our development as well as our tourism to help, to help reduce the tax burdens on our citizens. So I look forward to working with our small businesses. I look forward to having good conversations with them, coming up with a plan that we can really work and bring to the city council and say, hey, these are the things that we'd like to see, whether it be a streamlining of fees, whether it would be a continuation of the grants, or even bringing in an incubator, um, that's something, a, a small business incubator. We don't know if the next Michael Dell is living in Plum Creek or Amberwood, and an incubator would really assist them in developing a business, and um, I'd really like to see that implemented into the city of Kyle, and if uh, that's my answer. I'd like to ease the tax burden by increasing our businesses. Thank you. Ms. Swatton, you have 30-second rebuttal. Small businesses, um, through, our, through our ordinances and, uh, like I said, through other things that we offer, such as infrastructure, uh, we make it equal for all businesses. We want all businesses to come in. And, again, uh, big businesses bring small businesses. And I do agree that small businesses are needed in this, in this city as well as big business. Thank you. Ms. Tenorio, I'm going to ask a question about water, please. Okay. I think I'm going to get you all to start opening these. Should Kyle City Council candidates take positions criticizing our Buda neighbors for exporting water 
for their citizens when Kyle has been doing so for many years and just asked to double their allotment? You have two minutes, Ms. Tenorio. Thank you. That's a very good question. First and foremost, uh, we really need to foster a, a better uh, communication with the city of Buda and Kyle. Um, I am not really uh, that versed on this water doubling that I'm just hearing about. I am versed on the cost of water, uh, so I apologize, but I am not prepared for that question. Thank you. Ms. Swatton, you have two minutes. I believe the city council does um, extend. We have good working relationships. We try to work with everyone. Uh, I think both Buda works with us and we work with Buda, as well as many other entities out there, both private and, um, and government entities. As far as water goes, there are things happening that I am not allowed to talk to because of being on council, but uh, as I said, I, I don't think we're going to leave anybody just hanging out there. We're there to help others. Thank you, Ms. Norio. Do you have do you have thirty seconds if you'd like anything to say anything else? You know, I just really know that we're. It's an interesting time right now when it's coming with the water, and um, I really just think we need to support our neighbors, and I think we also need to work together to find a reasonable solution to assure that both cities and all the cities within our neighborhoods have ample water supplies for their citizens. Thank, Thank you. you. Ms. Swatton, this question is for you. When will we get sidewalks through, throughout Kyle? It's dangerous walking from one part of one part of the, sorry, also see high school students walking to and from school very close to the road. What about landscaping? We do have um, a bond out there for the roads, and there are sidewalks that are involved with those roads. And yes, more sidewalks are needed throughout the city of Kyle. It's something to look at. Um, uh, do it with bonds, you can only do so much, which we've, we've even gone and extended our bonds, and we've gone over on that to uh, get the roads going. It's just it's something that we definitely need to look at, um, but with also um, bringing in new sidewalks, it is in, in order to get the money that is um, it's raising taxes or getting the money from someplace like that. So we need to look at overall what we can do to bring these sidewalks in and how much it will cost and go from there. Thank you, Ms. Watton. Ms. Norio, you have two minutes. In regards to sidewalks and the roads, um, the road bonds, when they were presented to us as citizens, included sidewalks. At this time, uh, because of overrides or overages in these expenditures, they're starting to be scaled back. Personally, as a citizen, I voted for these roads to include those things, and I expect to see them. Um, in regards to additional sidewalks, there are other ways that we can look into in regards to grants that are available from the federal government in regards to being able to beautify our city. And I look forward to helping our city look into that information, apply for those grants, and get that grant money for our city. Thank you. Thank you. Ms. Swatton, you have a 30-second rebuttal. We look into grants uh, uh, consistently. Um, and as far as the sidewalks being a part of this, in the last 10 months that I've been on, we've actually given a great direction forward with the roads. They were at a stall. They were, there was no direction, and we have given direction. Um, and we have also uh, pulled the bond to go ahead and 
and uh, refinance start saving money on these to get them going to pay for them and not to pay so much interest on them so we are moving forward with all this with the money that we have and we're doing as much as we can with those thank you the next question I categorize as random and Ms. Tenorio you'll have two minutes to answer how do you propose building a sustainable local job base with adequate paying jobs for our citizens First and foremost, we um, desperately need jobs that can sustain a family here in Kyle. Uh, the commute times for most of our citizens are astronomical. I would like to see some big businesses come in here. It is going to take a lot of work, not just within, uh, it's going to take work within not just our Chamber of Commerce's, but it's going to take work from our city as well. And in regards to that, I'd actually like to see uh, some proposals. Uh, from the business development side that we have here at the City of Kyle. They've done a really good job in bringing in businesses, uh, but I'd like to get them some additional help. Um, currently, uh, they're not getting the financing and they're not getting the support from our city that I really think they should be getting. And I'd like to see some additional resources sent that way to assist them in locating these businesses that can come in. Uh, when we do bring those businesses in, obviously they'll give us some job bases that uh, can sustain a household here and relieve our tax burden. But I really think that that's going to be a huge team effort, and I haven't seen that team effort yet, um, but I'm looking forward to seeing it um, come to fruition. That's, thank you. Thank you. Ms. Swatton, you have two minutes. Infrastructure, water, and transportation is what's going to bring business here. We have the land. We need to bring the infrastructure out to that land, the roads, uh, we have the water. We need to bring the water out there. Once we have those, businesses will come. Businesses have been looking at us. Um, they are interested in us. We just need to give them something to go with. And that's what we're working on as a council, and we've already started it. We're already in the process of it, and we're going to continue to do it. Businesses will come. Thank you. Mr. Norio, you have 30 seconds. Well, I keep seeing these be beautiful signs that say my roads are coming, um, and I haven't seen much more. Uh, the infrastructure is definitely a necessity, and I really think that we need to uh, secure that water and that wastewater first. Uh, before we can bring big businesses in, we really have to make sure that we have a solid infrastructure in place uh, so that we can sustain not just what we have currently, but add to it. And uh, I haven't seen those moves be put into place yet. Thank you. All right, we're going to... Uh, have a couple more random questions because that was mostly what was sent in. Okay, um, Ms. Swatton, if I, if I mess this up, please correct me. <laughs> Do you feel less than a majority of the city council members or the mayor and or city manager of a city should be able to negotiate development deals without the knowledge of other members of the city council or do you feel all new projects must be initially introduced to the entire governing body of a city would you like me to repeat that yes please do you feel less than a majority of the city council members or the mayor and or city manager of a city should be able to negotiate development deals without the knowledge of other members of the city council or do you feel all new projects must initially be introduced to the entire governing body of a city? Not without the knowledge. I believe that all of city council should be brought up on um, any new uh, development 
and that at that point it can move forward where we do have a group um, or a person do negotiating with updates and uh, that doesn't mean you know to make a deal that means to bring it forth within to city council again uh, we are seven and we all each have a vote and I think we all need to have a say in it yeah thank you mr. Norio you have two minutes I do uh, not believe that the city manager or an individual council member should be able to bring in a development deal I think that that needs to be done and agreed upon between all of our the, the, the people who we've elected and every single person should know what's going on I don't like when there's one person knowing more than the other that's not a good thing everybody should be on the same level able to make uh, decisions based on a knowledge base that everybody has uh, so I absolutely do not believe that one individual should be able to negotiate a deal Thank you, Ms. Swanton. You have a 30-second rebuttal. We've even taken that a step further. Even once they, they are, uh, they've made a deal, they're coming with plans, we've asked for those plans to come before us so we can, as a council, know what is going in, um, what it's going to look like, what it's going to take. Um, it has not d been done in the past. or It was done a long time ago and stopped, and we want to stay up to date with that so we can make any comments sooner than later. Thank you, Ms. Tenorio. 30 seconds. I concur. Okay. Uh, Ms. Swat, this question directs to Ms. Tenorio, correct? Okay. okay. What should we do as a, as a city to address the anticipated increase in crime in the next five years? One of the things that I actually talked to the city manager about was this actual subject. I'd like to see... I'd like to see our police officers and city key, uh, members, key leaders, have an additional time uh, added to their, their allotted time to work with our community, actually give them an hour a month to actually volunteer either within the schools, within the neighborhoods, and build a bridge so that there is a, an accountability. If you can reach a child, and, and a lot of the, the crimes that are happening, I keep reading on Facebook, is just kind of like mischief stuff. Um, and so if you can make a connection with a police officer and a child, uh, that will actually give the child an incentive not to do so. And I'd really like to see our officers in our community more often, um, and I don't really see that happening. Um, so that's kind of what I would like to see. Thank you. Ms. Swatton, you have two minutes. I had the chance to ride around with a police officer at night, and uh, it was a great experience. Uh, the first stop that we made was actually in my neighborhood, Amberwood, and there were some skateboarders, and they were skateboarding inside a culvert and going out onto a busy road, Windy Hill. And we stopped and talked to them, and the officer started asking them why they were doing it, and they said they needed a place to go. And she said, well, why don't you go to your city council and talk to them about it? They said, oh, they won't listen. And she goes, well, you have one standing here, so why don't you go ahead and start talking? So we talked about it, and uh, they were really into a skate park and uh, uh, a bike park and I talked to I tell them that they should go to city council and talk and you know I was there listening and others would listen they actually went up and talked to the the mayor about it and uh, so I think our police do very well from what I've seen that was not the only instance it was just an instance that I shared but um, they do a great job thank you do you have a rebuttal I do I really do think that we have a safe city I'm not 
I'm very happy with what's been implemented by our new chief. I'm very happy with the work that our police officers are doing, and I just hope that they can continue to do such a good job. Thank you. Okay, the next question is a two-part question. And we'll begin with Ms. Swatton. Do you believe candidates should accept campaign donations from outside developers and other parties seeking favor from the city unless these donors cannot vote in the elections? When the, I'm sorry, when these donors cannot vote in the elections. I'll repeat it. Do you believe candidates should accept campaign donations from outside developers and other parties seeking favor from the city when these donors cannot vote in the elections? I believe that um, receiving money to educate the public is very important, um, you know, to let, a per let the public know where, people, where we stand as candidates, uh, to educate them on the issues so that way they can make informed decisions when they go and vote. Um, so education is very important of the public and, and that takes donations. Go ahead and ask you the second part, Neil. Okay. Have you accepted donations from out-of-town developers or other entities whose principals cannot vote in this election? No, no active developers from out of town. Thank you. Ms. Tenorio? Personally, I do not accept donations, and that is a personal choice. I want to be able to represent the citizens of Kyle and be able to be free to make the decisions that I believe are best for the citizens and the taxpayers of the city. I do not um, have an issue with people accepting it. That's their personal belief. However, I do not believe that that is something that I can do. I want to be free to make the best decisions possible. I do not believe that um, having donations from outside developers is a good idea. Thank you. And. Have you accepted donations from out-of-town developers or other entities whose principals cannot vote in this election? I am self-funding my campaign, and I do not accept donations. Thank you. Thank you. Ms. Swatton, you have a 30-second rebuttal. When I get up uh, uh, to vote on an issue at City Council, it is for the people in the community. That is the reason I do this. I, I don't get anything out of doing this except to feel good about that I'm out there and having a voice for the people of the community. Um, as far as making my, my own decisions, it's your decisions that I'm making. It's not, it is not from a developer. The community is who I was voted in by, not a developer. Thank you. And we'll have one more question. And then I'm going to ask you all to stay up here with me to help me with questions for them. Thank you. I got some emails with several, and they're apart okay this one is for Ms. Tenorio are you in favor of the city using contracted employees or the city's own employees for city services I really think that to get the best service for our money, we really need to utilize our own city employees. I um, believe that if we use our own city employees, they have a vested interest within their community. I am not um, 
against using contracted employees. I just think that if we use our own employees, we have a, we'll, be, we'll be able to get a better return in regards to the uh, services that we will be receiving. Thank you. Ms. Swatton, you have two minutes. This is home for me. I'm a supervisor of a shop of 36 um, men, and this is brought up, outsourcing is brought up a lot. Um, using outside services is brought up a lot. And I fight for our guys to be able to do the work. We also understand that sometimes you can become too busy or do not have the correct training to do something. And while we're getting that training, you may have to use the services of someone else. We do try to keep everything in-house, so I think that is very important to keep everything in-house that you can and train your, your personnel as best as you can. But I'm not saying there's not an instance to use an outside entity. Thank you. Ms. Tenorio, do you have a rebuttal? I do. I do believe, um, I agree with Ms. Slayton, that the employees uh, should be receiving some really good training. I just really believe that we need to utilize our, our own employees to make sure that they have what they need to take care of their families, and that will help sustain our city. Thank you. Thank you. And Ms. Tenorio, I'll let you start with your two-minute oh. closing. Wow, it's time to go? Oh, okay. Well, um, you know, the reason that I ran wasn't for a title. It's not about that. I have been doing community service within this area for 22 years. I was raised to believe that you have to give back to your community. To me, I've served as PTA president for Fuentes. I've served as PTA president for Science Hall, and I didn't have a child there. I took over project graduation in a year. I didn't have a senior. Um, this is just, to me, an, an extension of that commitment that I have for my community. And that's what this really is about for me. It's about making a difference, not just for my family, but for all of the families that live within our community. I want to assure, you know, we used to bring my kids up here to see Grandma and Grandpa. I want to make sure that this city is a great place for my grandkids to come and see me. So that's why I'm running, and I hope that I can, if you have any questions, you feel comfortable to talk to me, my door is always open. Thank you. Thank you. Ms. Swatton, you have two minutes for closing. Approximately 11 months ago, I was asked if I would consider being on the city council. And it took me about 24 hours to, finally, to make my decision, but I actually knew right away that I wanted to say yes, because I do believe in giving back to the community. And I came on to city council not knowing anything about what it takes to be on city council. And in 11 months, I have learned a lifetime of, of things to do. And what we have done on city council is just amazing. The roads, two years, they've been, it's been two and a half years, and, and they were at a standstill. We brought them so far. We're so far along in design. We're so far along in, in uh, getting the right-of-ways and, and getting ready to start to go ahead and lay these roads. We are so far ahead in, in laying out the infrastructure. Um, we we as a council have done great things and this is an exciting time we have great um, companies that are looking at us uh, we are on everybody's map everybody's I would like the opportunity to continue to move forward with that with what we've started and keep going thank you thank you and I'd like to introduce the elected officials that have come in and then we'll take a short like a 10-minute break and we come back and I'll have the at-large candidates um, 
I'm looking out and I have Mr. Araby did come back in. Uh, David Wilson from the Kyle City Council. Diane Herbal from Kyle City Council. And did I miss anybody else? No? Okay, let's take a 10 minute break. And I'm gonna ask y'all to please stay up here with me after, come back after the 10 minutes to help me with the questions. Thank you.